In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Betches Brides podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and I am here with Sarah Merrill Hall now, who is the founder of Big Kid Problems and the host of the Big Kid Problems podcast. She's a hilarious content creator, a blogger, an influencer. She does all the things. And Sarah, we're so happy to have you here. Oh my God. New name, who dis? Like I I love, I have, I'm never, nobody calls me by my like new name. So this is exciting for me. Well, it's your Insta handle, right? You updated it and everything. I was that girl. I like literally the day after my (laughs) wedding, I just claimed it. You know, I was like, you know, I didn't want anybody else to claim my new name. So I had to grab it fast. That's smart. Wait, so did you officially legally like hyphenate both of your name or is that your official legal name? Yeah. So I didn't know this, but when you apply for your marriage license, at least in the state that I got married, you had the op, you had the uh, opportunity to just do your name change right then and there, which I was like, whoa, that is a lot. Too easy. I know, but it was kind of surprising and I wasn't like completely prepared for it. Um, But yeah, I just went ahead and I moved. I actually took I didn't I didn't never really loved my middle name. So I just moved my maiden name to my middle name. And now I have my new last name. So I'm Sarah Merrill. That's a hack. Yeah. That is a hack. I've actually heard that before. And I forgot that you can do that. So for any brides out there that are debating, do I change? Do I not? Just make one of them your, make your, your current last name, your middle name. Yeah. If you don't care about nixing your middle name. Um, Anyways. Okay. So we have so, so much to cover. The reason we're having you on is A, because our audience loves you. Okay. So you came on last this is actually our first time podcasting together. We've done the Instagram lives. We've done everything. But you were on with Ashley at one point. You were on with Taylor Strecker at one point. And this <laughs> was back in, I tried to look it up this morning. And if I'm correct, it was back in March 2020, which we all know what that time was. Oh, my God. That's, that's right. Yeah. And the first time that's was in 2019 when I first got engaged 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, literally 25 years ago is what it feels like. Um, so wait, so you when you came on in 20, March 2020, that was at the point where, correct me if wrong, but you were debating whether you should postpone your wedding or not. Yes. Yeah. We didn't make a call officially until May 2020. And honestly, if it was, if we truly did record in March, I 100% thought at that period (laughs) in time that we were going to go ahead with our, with our July 2020 wedding. Like it really did not hit me until like three months before that that wedding was not happening. Right. I listened back to some of those episodes because I would come on and talk with Taylor a lot about like my October 30th, 2020 wedding or 31st, 2020 wedding. And 
I laugh because I sound like such a little like naive idiot at the time because I'm just like, <laughs> I have hope. I'm like, I feel bad for those summer brides that are having to like get close to canceling their weddings or postponing their weddings. But my October one, it should be fine. I have hope. And then next thing you know, October's out the window. Oh my gosh. Okay. So real quick, before we get into all the details of your whole Corona bride engagement, 10,000 years ago wedding journey. <laughs> For those of you who are our new listeners, because we've grown a ton since then, can you just give us the quick, quick background on your empire that you've built that is Big Kid Problems and how oh you like, talk about weddings there? Yes. I love calling it an empire because uh, my, parent, <laughs> yeah. my parents would be excited to hear that. They think it's like a <laughs> hobby that they're very compu- confused by. Um, I, I started Big Kid Problems. Basically, it was like on Twitter just as telling jokes about entering the adult world basically when I was still in college. Um, So it became just kind of a funny like social media thing. It was completely anonymous. I moved it over to Instagram. Basically, if nobody knows what Big Kid Problems is, if you if you go on to there, it's just it's just jokes like it's basically tweets. It's memes that I have created. But what's kind of fun now is I've been doing it since college, which was 10 years ago, not to age myself too much. So like the genesis of big kid problems has changed a lot from like my problems when I was 22, you know, graduating college and entering the workforce to, you know, into dating life in my mid twenties into my thirties where I actually got engaged and like have kind of taken at least my audience along with this journey that have now just gone with me through this whole wedding process, which was Mm -hmm. a lot more of a process than I ever thought imaginable. Well, you have a bunch of awesome like resources. I know throughout your whole, I mean, I've been a fan of the BKP empire throughout your whole um, wedding planning journey. You you were doing blog posts. You make funny Instagram reels and funny TikToks on it. And, you know, it's really a great resource. And I feel like a lot of our listeners go check her out. Google Big Kid Problems because you you have a bunch of great wedding resources on it. You I mean, it was just your bachelorette was in what Cabo. That was amazing looking. Uh-huh. I mean, there's just so much. But we're going to get into hopefully as much of it as we can. Yeah, that's that's kind of the whole thing, too, is like with my platform is I try to take at least some of the experience that I joke about and give people resources like I'm like, oh, I just went through wedding planning. Here's like here's how I asked my parents for money. Like, here's how I did this. Like, you know, because I think there's a lot that we all go through, especially when it comes to weddings where you get there and you're like, wait, I didn't I didn't know anything about this. So I'm happy Um, to share the knowledge. (laughs) It's there's so much you don't. It's truly the type of thing. I know I used to hear brides say this and I was like, whatever, how hard could it be? But it's like you don't understand how hard it is and how much it is until you're in it. And especially us Corona brides. I'm sorry not to put us on a pedestal. All brides are made equal and created equal. But us Corona brides have been (laughs) through it. Okay, so yeah so can we um i don't know how to even sum up your journey because i feel like it's a whole damn journey but can you just tell us about so you got start with the engagement and how you got to your fabulous wedding of this past june yes okay so i'll give you guys the quick story but basically i was dating my boyfriend for six years before we got engaged so any of my girls out there who also had to wait a really long time to get engaged you feel me i was dropping all the hints i basically started the big kid problems podcast to just drop hints to my boyfriend to be like propose (laughs) to me Um, like in the beginning there's so many jabs at him um but finally he proposed may or yeah may of 2019 25 years ago um oh you're 2019 oh that's so funny 
May 11th, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think I was May 20, May 25th. Um, that's too funny. <laughs> Forever ago. It feels so long ago. Um, yeah. But was so excited. We decided we're like, you know, we've waited this long. I actually wanted to get married in the fall of 2019. And mm-hmm. my my then fiance was like, we can't get married during football season. Everyone will hate us. So we decided to push it to summer. And like throughout the entire COVID thing, I just kept looking at him being like, if only we had had that fall wedding. <laughs> yeah. If only we would have gotten it done. Yeah. yeah. You would have been like popping out babies by now. If you know. <laughs> I know in a no, weird way a- I'm kind of happy the way that the whole timing worked out I feel like I got like an extra year yeah. of my life um all kinds of things mm-hmm. but anyway so we you know we were supposed to get married summer 2020 obviously March rolls around the whole world shuts down I was really hanging on hanging on thinking that we were going to get this wedding in obviously didn't happen had to postpone we ended up postponing almost a full year we instead of a July 2021 wedding we did June which now that everything has happened the way it has, like I'm very, very lucky that I did that one month earlier because now there's all these like fires yeah. and whole Ugh, long thing. Don't get me started. <laughs> I know. But um, we waited a full year. Um, we ended up, I mean, any girl who's been on this journey through COVID, we ended up changing our wedding so much from like what the initial plan was. We made all kinds did of you? cuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We ended up making all kinds of cuts. Ooh. See, there's two sides to that. I feel like there's the brides that did change. I mean, we uh, majority of our audience, I feel like during COVID just said, you know what? I'm eloping. I'm doing it now. And some of them said, that's it. That's all I'm doing. And some of them said, oh, no, we're going to elope, but we're going to actually plan this whole uh, party reception type thing for this year. So 2021. And then a lot of people also said, oh, wait, no, I'm just picking the whole wedding up, moving it to a new date that I can do it in 2021, which is what I did. But you, so you changed your vision around a ton from yeah. what to what? Things changed. It, it was always like at the same venue. Like I'll tell you like our okay. main, the main things stayed the same because we had already paid our big vendors. So like our band, right. our florist, um, you know, our food, our venue, like those things stayed the same. But we, we ended up making our wedding a lot more simple because again, we didn't know, like even coming into 2021, we're like, we don't know if our wedding is going to happen. It's in California. Right. It's a really strict state. So we just were very, very nervous, honest to God, till like the week before the wedding, like not knowing <laughs> what we were going to have to move, what we were going to have to change, how many people we were going to be allowed to have there. So we cut out a lot of the fat of our wedding, um, which has its good has its good things, has its not so great things. Like looking back, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done this because we, we could have gotten away with it. Um, but we just didn't know. So we ended up going for a little bit more of a simpler vision. It was still beautiful. Um, and it did you cut down the guest list or did you cut down just like extra decor things and, or what, what kind of fat did you trim? Yeah. Um, we did end up cutting the guest list a little bit, um, which we thought we were going to have to cut it more. We ended up like the week of the wedding, like sending out a couple Hail Mary uh, invites because we we were able to, we were like, oh, we're okay. And when you send those out, because I've done a couple of those last minute, like it's, it's confusing. Like I had to cut people down and then like I, because I feel like if you're a Corona bride like us, you get engaged so early on, you send 
save the date so early on. And over the course of two years, relationships change. You might want to turn the fat of some people that you just have drifted from and that's okay. And they understand. And then they don't have to invite you to their weddings. And stuff. I mean, it's, it's for the best. Oh yeah. Did you like, cause that happened to us a hundred percent. Like there was legit friendships. I'm like, I haven't talked to this person in two years. Like, no. we're, you know, that was kind of our, 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 our question we kept asking ourselves. I'm like, have we talked to them since we sent our save the dates out? No. Okay. We can cut them. And Jordana and I talk about something called the FaceTime test. We invented it. It's if you wouldn't feel comfortable FaceTiming this person and then would they actually pick up if you just FaceTimed them randomly one day, then they shouldn't be coming to your wedding. If you would, it would be totally normal. If you just FaceTime them and they pick up, then they can get an invite. But if it's like somebody you haven't talked to and they'd be all concerned, like, why is why is Sarah FaceTiming me right now? Just uninvite them because honestly, they're probably grateful. Then they don't have to like, I don't know, like get you a gift. And if they don't show up and stuff like I, it's just you don't have to invite. I I love the FaceTime test. Um, I will say for anybody who's about to do this or going through this, like I did have some people like get butthurt about it. You know, like (gasps) I had people call me out 100 percent. And there's probably better ways of doing it. I'm a super passive aggressive person. So I I know like I know from following Betcha's Brides, like you guys have given resources like text to send or like ways to word this to people. What I just did was I basically when I sent out my new round of invites, like I didn't send them to some of the people who got those initial (laughs) save the dates. So like some people I think were just genuinely confused. They're like, wait, I got the save the date, but I didn't get the wedding invite. So I did get like a couple of those texts like, hey, just checking, like wasn't sure if you like meant to send an Mm -hmm. invite. I just didn't get it. And then I had like a whole like scripted text that I sent, which was like, hey, yeah, yeah, like thanks for reaching out. Like we had to make cuts because of um, COVID. And obviously, like I'm just waiting to get back our first round of RSVPs before we, you know, reach back out to people. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much for being understanding. (laughs) You know, I cannot believe you had people get butthurt about that. The people I did it to were like, that is totally understandable. That's fine. Like, we get it. COVID. Like, they were almost overly nice to me and made me like feel guilty and wish I was inviting them. Then I was like, oh, wait, you handled that really well. Actually, do you want to come? No, but yeah. like, I, it's that's I can't believe people just wouldn't understand. That's annoying. I know. I think they they were. I don't know. They, they didn't give me too much crap to my face. I would just hear about it later. on. Right. Like Sarah yep. just invited me to her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is why you're not invited. <laughs> People are going to judge you for your wedding no matter what. Everybody's somebody's going to judge you for something. So whatever. If they're going to judge you over not being invited, you don't want them there anyways. So, yes, whatever. I will say, too. I mean, that's just like a general theme in weddings in, like in general is there's so mm-hmm. many instances where I'm like, wow, I'm I'm amazed at like the drama around this. Like when it comes to like family dynamics, you know, like who's inviting mm-hmm. who, what person in your family? There's so much that comes back to you. So I really adopted this attitude of like these are this is how it's gonna be and like very cut and dry like I didn't let people like try to make me feel bad I was just like I love that we're planning a wedding in a in a pandemic so this you've is how it be is a little savage yeah, yeah. you've got to be selfish and savage for yourself because it's it's yeah pandemic yeah again you just got to do what's best for you um so continue on your so you got married at in June of this past year 
at One Hope Winery, which is so gorgeous. I mean, you literally had the parent trap wedding. That's a big theme on Betches Brides. We all love the parent trap. Like it's the soundtrack of all of our weddings. It's my friend made me like a hat for my bridal shower. That's like the one in the parent trap. We just love the parent trap. Guys, she got married in Napa Uh, on a winery, which is literal parent trap goals. That is so funny you bring Uh, up the parent trap because I, as a little kid, I saw that movie and I was like, that is what I want. Like, that is the life I'm trying to manifest. And like, think about (laughs) manifesting like... I love this, this winery I didn't even know it but it, it's actually like two blocks away from the actual parent trap house like whenever we're there we walk and go look at it I'm like this is just so crazy that like my eight-year-old self <laughs> really really held strong to this vision and we're here baby we did it yes you <laughs> manifested your dream wedding have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So tell us about the venue. Did you, was it your dream venue? Was it? A hundred percent. Your husband co-founded it. Is that correct? Yes. So this is, this is a big thing. Um, th- this is, the, it's kind of an interesting uh, situation because One Hope Winery is not a wedding venue at all. It's a private. I was going to say they're about to get spammed with wedding venue requests. They have. <laughs> they already have. Oh, okay. So I'm like, let me just throw it out there. It's like a private residence and now it has a winery attached to it that is is public but you have to like make reservations to go there because it's just the way that napa is all situated it's just there's a lot of like things that you need a lot of permits a lot of all of this stuff so the only reason that we were allowed to get married there is because my husband co-founded one hope and he is technically a part owner of that private property even though it's like 0.0001 percent like we're technically (laughs) we could technically claim that so it's like having a wedding at a private home so um we're very very lucky we're like one of few people that can actually get married there it was an absolute dream it's so stunning it's like our favorite place on the planet like yeah even whenever he has to I, go for work i'm like i'm gonna come too 
Uh, it looked beautiful. And then your Instagram stories of the wedding weekend, I was like having FOMO from them because it just looked so fun. Like all your guests were on the plane flying out to Napa and they were like, it just looked like a fun, almost like a experiential like wedding retreat in a way because i feel like did everybody stay there at the venue that was was, that was what was really cool and that's one of the things we really really wanted from the get-go is like we wanted we're like we don't want people to just come to our wedding and like leave a couple hours later we want it to be like a whole weekend thing we want to make sure we like get to spend time with our people so like the the house on one hope uh sleeps like it has eight different rooms so we were able to bring in like our wedding party or groomsmen party and then we rented actually an airstream outside that had like three groomsmen in there too so we had like basically our whole what wedding is an date. airstream an airstream is kind of like a sexy rv it's like oh <laughs> oh my god wait that's so fun. no wonder people were butthurt that they were getting uninvited to this way i mean it sounds like so much fun i would be so i would be like depressed if i was yeah. uninvited but it's fine you have to do what you have to do we i know i know but we had like all of our friends stayed like within like five ten minutes of the of the house and we had Amazing. events there every day so like thursday night yeah. we had dinner at the house friday we had our reception party our, our rehearsal party saturday we had the actual wedding itself and then sunday we had like a whole pool party outside so it was like a, a bunch of events that's how jordana's is going to be in mexico she's planning like an event for every day and it's she says it's stressful though because you you're you're beyond just the wedding you're worried about all the things i'm kind of jealous yes. though like if i could go back in time that i would probably do a whole experiential thing like that i'm sure it's it costs a little more to throw yeah. in more events but god, god bless her godspeed jordana <laughs> um it definitely is just a lot literally. more stressful and like because the wedding takes precedence what ended up happening at least to us is like going into the wedding weekend we're like oh shit like we still have to do this this and this for like thursday's dinner and we have to do this for sunday yeah it's, a, it's just a lot it's a lot i think our guests really really appreciated it Brandon and I mm-hmm. were probably the most stressful, stressed out people there, um, <laughs> but everyone else had like the best time ever. I remember we were trying to nail you down for a recording. I don't know why. Looking back, I'm glad we have you after to like recall your wedding. But I was like emailing you. And I was like, can you record? I know your wedding's like June, whatever. But can you record this week before it? And <laughs> And you were thinking ambitious. You were like, yeah, I'll be good. And then as we get closer, you're like, no, I'm not good. I'm I'm not good. No, it was crazy. Like the week, the two weeks I'd say going into your wedding are the most intense. Like I, every single day is like a new fire, a new thing coming up, a new thing you realize you completely pushed off to the back burner that now has to get yep. done. Um, the last two weeks were intense. <laughs> I will say it was not. I need to just like, honestly, like take off work the last, the, I mean, starting next week, I'm three weeks away. So, <laughs> and when this episode comes out, I'll be pretty much two weeks away. I think, I don't know. I don't know what time is. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm bracing for impact. Yeah. So did you have like planning help? I know you did a whole episode. So guys go listen to this um, episode. I tried to listen to most of it. Your episode all about, it was right before your wedding leading up on big kid problems. And you gave a ton of amazing bridal hacks there. Um, But I know you said you had a virtual planner. Can you just tell us about that? Because that's the first time I've heard those even exist. Yeah. I didn't know about this until I was actually getting married either. And it is such a hack um because one of the things i mean yeah. we were getting married in napa we had this beautiful venue that we had access to i'm like wow we hit the jackpot so when i started reaching out to wedding planners in napa i quickly like that excitement turned to just like 
stress and tears because every wedding planner I talked to in Napa was like, we don't work with weddings under like $150,000 budget, um, $15,000 retainer. Told that too, and I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> um, like, help me work with my tinier than that budget, please. Yeah. Like, Napa is just like one of those places where like, you know, there's like a lot of money there and they yeah. were like, people didn't even give me the time of day. They're like, yeah, what's your budget? They would hear it and be like, nope. Like, yeah. Okay. So I talked to a bunch of wedding planners. Same. I think I put it out on Big Kid Problems. Like I think just on stories, I was like, I don't. I was just so upset that I was like, wow, no one yeah. would even work with me for my wedding. Like blah blah blah. And <laughs> this girl reached out to me and was like, um, have you heard of a virtual planner? I'm like, oh what? And um, I worked with this company. I, I know I worked with this company. It's called Flutter Social. I like love to shout them out because they just help me so much. But basically, they work virtually, so it's a little bit different than like you don't have to hire a Napa planner. I could work with somebody who you know was in Chicago or you know wherever Amazing. she was, and we she wasn't on site, but you know she could handle the the monthly lifting of like all the things that we needed to get done. And then um, we also we also had her come day of, which was really nice. And actually. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So you could do a day. She was our virtual planner for and you could just do a virtual planner. But I also highly, highly, highly recommend having somebody there day of. Um, yeah. Yeah. And our, our actual wedding planner couldn't come the week of because she had like a family emergency. But she just sent somebody else from the same company who was there and like who she had caught okay. up to speed and all of that. But we did have somebody there on site, which was so huge. Okay. And I mean, look, we live in a virtual world these days where everybody's scared to travel anyways, sometimes, especially now. So it's like virtual planner. That sounds, I mean, I have a month of planner and we haven't, have we met in person yet? No, we haven't even. She's been working with us like prior to this month of our wedding, month before our wedding. She's been like, you know, working with us from the beginning, helping guide, make sure we're not making sure we're not letting anything fall through the cracks, which that alone has been so helpful. But we've basically been planning virtually. So I don't, it's kind of the same thing if you think about it. That's the whole thing. I'm like, you're kind of doing this virtually anyway, especially like we don't live in Napa. So it would have just been us like FaceTiming or doing calls and all of this digitally anyway. And with COVID, I'm like, everybody's a virtual planner basically. But the biggest thing is the cost savings. Like it was literally Mm -hmm. probably about half maybe even less than half of the cost of, of a regular wedding planner. So a huge, cannot recommend it enough. Um, big, big life hack. That is amazing. Um, so you get to your wedding, you have the best weekend of your life. It looked like it. What was the most just like memorable favorite? What was your favorite part of the whole wedding? Okay. I have to say this first, because this is something I've been mulling over for a long time I've talked to my other friends who have just recently been married and we're like mm-hmm. everybody says it's the best time of your life and we were there and we're like I'm not even having fun at certain points like <gasps> it is it is a lot of work it's a lot of work Shut. yes you're gonna have an amazing time like I'm looking back now and I'm like wow there's parts of this wedding this, this entire wedding weekend that I are so memorable they are priceless like you really can't yeah. even put a price tag on some of the memories you have but it's not all roses. Like, it's not all good. Yep. I just appreciate this so much because we've talked to so many brides. We feature them on our Instagram and they're all like, it was the best weekend of my life. And I think it sets the expectation. Yes. for Because then if you get there and there are little moments that it isn't the best 
the hunky dory weekend of your life. <laughs> you're like, shut, you're like, what did I do wrong? What did I plan wrong? But I love this honesty. Please go on. Yeah. And that, that was the whole thing. I was like mulling over it. And I'm so glad I've talked to other brides now, like real chat afterwards. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, cause I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm screwing this up. Like, I had such these expectations that I was just going to be having fun 100%. Every single second was going to be the best moment ever. And literally the day of the wedding, I was not having fun until like 6 p.m. Like that entire day was pretty stressful. I was so sick to my stomach with like anxiety, nerves, didn't feel good. I even asked my, I asked my, um, the people doing my makeup, I was like, is this normal? And, and she was like, actually, yeah. She's like, I'd say about 50% of our brides feel this way on their wedding day. I'm like, that's a big number when it comes down to it you're hosting an event Mm -hmm. when you're hosting anything if you're like me and anxiety ridden naturally it gets 10 times elevated when you're hosting something you just want everybody to be having a good time you want everything to be perfect you want so like you're bound to have some exam i literally turned to my fiance yesterday and i was like i'm gonna need a xanax the night before the wedding because i can't sleep when i'm nervous about things the next day and i want to be able to get sleep i'm gonna drug myself to sleep the night before i just have to but okay so go on so you yeah i wish i did i (laughs) I wish i did i'm glad your hair and makeup people calmed you down though and like told you that like that's normal just like don't put any pressures on how you're feeling yeah yeah it's it's like part of the process and that's another thing too is there's so much that goes into this one day this one freaking day like we're talking two years of planning countless like emotional breakdowns over pandemics and canceled flights redone plans Mm -hmm. like all of this and then you're in the day and a lot goes wrong like there's just there's so many factors there's so many moving parts to a wedding and like things just started going wrong like for our wedding and you take all of these little stressors and it just like eats at you um like we ended up having to um at our wedding, we get to Napa, everything's great. The wind starts picking up and we're like, uh oh. We're looking at the forecast. Goodness. We're like, no, it'll it'll go away. It'll go away because our whole wedding is outdoors. Especially, yeah. you, you know, like COVID times. Like you- I didn't even think about wind. I thought about like rain is obviously always, but w- I forgot wind could yeah. be a threat. Hundred <gasps> percent. I never in a million years thought about thought about the wind. And I know yeah. that there's really no rain that time of year in Napa. So I wasn't concerned about rain. I was like, we're going to be totally fine. And I guess, yeah, they were saying because of like the fire from the year before, a lot of trees were down. So a lot of the wind had picked up through <sighs> the valleys. I'm like, of course. So anyways, so there's like this crazy winds happening and I'm talking like 30 mile per hour winds like basically and and we're just watching the forecast every week and it's starting to say like originally Saturday was going to be fine and then it's like looking like it's going to go through Monday and I'll never forget this. So um, I get summoned like Brandon's like meet us over at the winery. We're looking at wedding stuff because our our um, ceremony was supposed to be right outside of the winery like the winery was going to be our backdrop. And I walk in and the whole One Hope team who I love, like they are, you know, I've kind of grown up with them over the last seven years since ever since I started dating Brandon, they've been like family. So they're all kind of sitting around in a circle in the empty winery because it's brand spanking new. There's like literally nothing in there. And I walk in and they're like, we're going to get you a glass of wine. I'm like, what's wrong? Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm like, tell me what's wrong right now. What are you about to tell me? Yeah. So they pour me, they pour me a nice crisp glass of rosé, which like everyone knows that is the true, true way to my heart. And they're like, here's the deal. They're like, we just want you to take a peek outside because they had set up a table with like linens and everything like that. And they're like, just take a look outside. And I look out and like 
everything's over on the sides like t- the the glasses are like had fallen over and and they're like look they're like your wedding it's not going to be fun like people are going to be freezing we're not going to be able yeah. to pour wine your glasses are going to be thrown over like people are gonna, not even going to be able to hear each other because it's so loud here's the deal like here's this empty winery this winery will not be empty in about two months from now it's going to be filled with barrels we have a crazy opportunity here where we can actually throw like one party here once in our lifetimes in this winery before it's full let's just move it inside like don't take the risk yeah. We'll take care of everything. Like literally, um, the uh, the artistic director of One Hope, who is like incredible, her aesthetic is insane. If anyone looks up Meg Robbins, um, she's like to. she like looked at me and she's like, I will make sure it looks great. I'm like, I would trust. Yeah. I can already trust her. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Okay, if you're saying this, all right. And they're like, you're not coming back in this winery until we're announcing you into the wedding. Like, we'll take care of it. So they literally... <gasps> wow. Yeah, they, were, they took this, care of everything. And this was all happening. This conversation happened the weekend of your wedding. Three days before. Day before. This was like, this was like Thursday. This is like Thursday. <laughs> oh, my God. And that is just so hard because you've been picturing it outside where you've seen it, where you've envisioned it. That would be just tough to be like... Uh, okay yes sure i trust you move it inside yeah oh really hard gorgeous that was where you guys were dancing and everything yeah yeah i mean it all worked out like it it worked out that it was the hardest part though is you're like you have this like pretty like stern vision that you've been working with for a long period of time so i mean i was definitely nervous i was a little bit and i think that definitely contributed also to like my wedding day nerves where i'm like i don't even know what this looks like you know all the florals that we had purchased and everything like that was like you know, for this outside venue. Right. I'm like, how is this going to like transition? But I mean, their team was incredible. They did all this DIY stuff, which was like insane. I'm like, if I had p- paid, you know, like an actual wedding uh, decor yeah. company to do this, this would have been like thousands and thousands Trillion of dollars. And they mm-hmm. did it like so quickly um, and just made it look really awesome. I mean, learning lesson from that for other brides is just like work with vendors that you would trust when things do go wrong because they will they will Mm -hmm. like be make sure you're hiring vendors that like you trust their aesthetic you trust their vision because you're this is your first time planning wedding i always tell my vendors i'm like can you guide us here because we don't what do you recommend like i don't this is mike and i's first time doing this so i just work with people you trust and it'll all work out for the best yes oh my gosh well (laughs) proud of you for dealing with that hurdle because that's insane so i we did have a question from the audience are you like sad it's over right now like are you feeling the post-wedding blues here's the thing um i it's it's i don't know if it's a blues i don't know if it's a blues like i know people call it that like i it's a mix of emotions like it's definitely like part of me is super relieved um, part of me is sad that it's over. Like, especially people like us who not only are we going through the wedding planning ourselves, but we're also like creating a shit ton of content around it. It's really become like a big part of my job, that's, you know? Yep. That's part of the pressure on me. I'm like, I not only have to like make sure it's a good wedding that I love and enjoy and my guests love and enjoy, but I want to make sure I'm getting the content out of it that I need to. Yes. So yeah. But so much because like, it's not even just like wedding planning. It's like through our work, we're also talking about weddings. So it's like all you're talking about for like two years, you have so much build up to it. And then when it's over, you're just kind of like, now what? What now? Uh, That was the biggest thing. Like when I got home from my honeymoon, I was like, 
I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> like I have all this extra energy because I'm used to every single day running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And now I have all of this extra time. Like I almost planned a Britney rally in my city just because I was like, I need something to like work on. <laughs> like, That's there's amazing. Just, there's all of this. You need like, something to plan. You yeah. need something to host. I'll probably like go crazy and try to like host random dinner parties. And my friends will be like, we're done with your events. You're hosting. But that's the thing. You have so much free time and you're it's hard to just go from like do it going from work to wedding planning, having so much energy every day, throwing yourself into this to now what? Like, what do I do? Watch TV? I don't yeah. I don't know and, what. And there's all these people you work with on your wedding. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, bye. Like we were talking yeah, to no. our wedding planner like almost every day. And it's like, okay, it's over. Um, so yeah. it is, it's a like, weird, I, yeah, it's just a weird period of time. Um, but I will say now that I've had a little bit, a, a couple extra weeks um, since the wedding, like, I am mostly relieved. <laughs> yeah. It is nice to like have a life back. Like even like um my friends are like, wow, you we can tell you're like so much more chill and just like happier <laughs> that this is all over. <laughs> Which is true. Yes, they've seen a change. They've seen mm-hmm. a change. I, I think my friends are like done with my wedding already. Like <laughs> I've been talking about it for two years. So I'm sure they're looking forward to like the the true Nicole back. But I'm still going to be like doing Betches Bride. So I'll probably still be talking about weddings forever. So that's a whole nother story. But that's a good thing, to be honest. Like, I love stuff like this. I'm like, whenever anyone wants to talk to me about weddings, I'm like, please let me go back. Let me get into it. I'm like, I'll plan your guys' weddings for you. Yes. Okay, so we could do a whole episode on your honeymoon so just give us the quick. I know you did Greece and we probably will do. Honestly, I'll invite you back because we are going to want to hear a whole detailed episode about your amazing honeymoon. The content from that, by the way, was incredible. <laughs> Guys, go straight to her Instagram. It was so good. So Thank you did you. Greece. Can yes. you tell us just like quick about this? Like what was the best part of it? What were the must do's? Oh my I God. I don't know how long were you there? Yeah, there we could do an entirely separate episode about this. I will say like to anybody, if if you're in a pinch and you're like, I don't know if I should do the wedding or like an insane honeymoon. Like I say, go insane honeymoon. Honeymoon, <laughs> like, honeymoon, honeymoon, 100%. Because like, like I said, like I was pretty stressed out throughout the whole wedding planning process and it was amazing. Um, um, like I like there's there's so much from the wedding that I'm I know that 10 years from now when all is said and done I'm going to be so happy that we did it like it's not mm-hmm. another thing I will say too is the, the wedding is not just for you it's like for your family like my family had such a good time and it was such a great like great way to bring everybody together which we haven't done in a really long time so all of those things are great the honeymoon is like where you actually have the best days of your life <laughs> like uh, you know like uh, we were just so happy uh, Brandon and I we, we didn't know where we were going to go for our honeymoon for a long time we're big travelers we've been to like 12 countries together yeah um we and with covid we were like what are we gonna do like maybe go to hawaii or something we didn't know what was gonna Mm -hmm. be open and um our friend of ours from greece was like no trust me like greece is opening up and then like we found out like that day like that it has it had opened up if you were vaccinated or you know whatever had uh if you could prove everyone's been going this summer it's yes. like the new uh, like Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's there. It's one of the few places you can travel to because there is a lot of restrictions out there, but we went we had mm-hmm. just the best time. We went for 3 weeks. 
Um, we're both in jobs where we can work remotely. Um, and we've, we've mastered the art of like traveling and working at the same time. Um, yeah. My, my husband has more so than I, I like fully took off those three weeks. Like I didn't even open an email. You deserve it. I did not even open my inbox. Um, but so fun. We bounced around to a bunch of different islands. Um, I mean, I could talk about this forever, but we just like, we were so, you know, at ease and happy that everything was the, all the hard work was behind Mm -hmm. us. And we had really budgeted for our honeymoon. So we were like, we ended up we ended up going over on our wedding budget like the week of like there's all these like you know last, last minute, minute things came out which kind mm-hmm. of sucked um but we had already kind of like booked things for our honeymoon so we're like you know what we can just go we can enjoy this um highly That's suggest smart. you know like getting a budget in place for just your honeymoon so you're not stressed because you probably will go over budget <laughs> on your wedding yeah you're um, going to on both of them so just act like set your budget higher than you set it what you actually can but like higher than what you actually think you're going to spend on your wedding because you'll end up hitting it because they're yeah. so expensive yeah <laughs> one thing i will say too for our honeymoon is we also did a mix of like balling out and then like being budget friendly so we could like make it okay. a longer trip so like the first two stops on our um the first two stops we did were like uh santorini and mykonos and we like balled out on that part of the trip we like stayed at like some really nice hotels we like did all these Ugh. super fancy dinners and it was amazing and then like the second half Neat. of our trip we were staying at airbnbs we were eating more locally which we love we love both of those parts of like traveling anyway so it was definitely a mix and that made it also smart yeah if you're going for three weeks which a lot of people i i say go for as long as you can two two minimum if you can three on your honeymoon three weeks because your honeymoon is the only time that like for people in corporate jobs and stuff, it's like, unfortunately in our freaking society today, it's like people look down on you if you take off work sometimes in certain jobs. So it's like your honeymoon is an exception. It's like, I am, it's my honeymoon. I'm taking three weeks. I have the PTO. I'm using it. I'm out. So do it, do as long as you can, but that's a really good tip. Like you don't have to be doing lavish dinners every single night or lavish or like, in Greece, you could literally, I'm sure, probably lay by the pool one day and still love it because just being there is gorgeous and romantic and beautiful. So, hundred yes, percent. Oh my god, we have to do a whole. I mean, I know you're gonna get spammed with Greece itinerary requests. Do you have like all those um, resources on your on your big kid problems or your um, yeah Instagram? I actually, so I, I had a lot of people reaching out to me for Greece Rex. So what I did is I, when I travel, I like make these Google maps. Cause like whenever we're in a new country, mm. like I just pull up my map and I have all these places that I have like pre, you know, like talked to friends have been like, Oh, go here, go here. Or like done my research and yeah. been like, these are the best restaurants. So I have these maps that are like super helpful when we travel. And basically I, I got a bunch of requests through social just because Greece is one of the few places open. So I made a big, like several blog posts for each place. I made one blog post for every um, stop that we did on our trip. And I did like my top five favorite things. And then I included a link to the map. So if anybody's traveling to Greece, I have like the best resources for you. 
check out the Big Kid Problems blog. It's all there. And it took wow. me forever. So I hope you guys like it. <laughs> I forgot that on Google Maps, you can literally like save restaurants and stuff. I need to actually like do that because the guy who gave me my vaccine actually like is a foodie blogger, the pharmacist guy. <laughs> he was showing me that on Google Maps. You can literally like save all the restaurants and I'm I'm going to have to I'm I'm going Ugh. straight to bkp.com after this. Yes, it's so helpful. Yeah, that really is. Okay, so we had uh, once again literally my guests are, or my listeners are used to this. I never get to all the rapid fire audience questions because we just talk so much and there's so little time, but I'm going to ask like two or three of them real quick um that we just had a lot of. So everybody loved your just how you looked on the wedding day. Can you tell us your kind of like fitness, if you had like a fitness and healthy eating routine prior, what that was? Oh my God. I'm actually happy you you asked this question because I had to get ready for a wedding twice. You know, like I started oh. for my first wedding in 2020. Like I was fully in it. Like I went through the whole <gasps> things and I actually didn't get to where I wanted to be my first time around. And it was, so I made some tweaks when I was getting ready for the second time that made all the difference in the world. Um, the first one being starting a lot earlier. Like I literally started mm-hmm. like six months before the wedding, um, picking up just my fitness routine. Um, I do a mix of stuff. Uh, I usually do a lot of yoga. Like I do a lot of like low intensity things. Um, yes. But I inc- started incorporating. I had um, one of my mom friends actually. Like I saw her a couple months ago, and I was like, "You just had a baby, and you look insane. Like what? What was your secret?" She's like berries three times a week. She's like, you can't berries. not be in shape when you're going to berries that often. So I yeah. just started berries probably like two or three months before. And I started going, I had to get myself like ready for berries. Like the first month I just did like two a week. And then I also did like, I kept my yoga and um, mm-hmm. some, a, a little bit of bar here and there. And then by like two months out, I was doing berries three times a week you know, a hot yoga, a bar class, like basically working out five times, which I don't want people to be like, whoa, like that's what you need to do to get to get uh, ready. Like I no, just I, but it also keeps you like mentally sane. Working that's out what for it me was. has been my wedding has forced me to like sign up for classes and actually take them and do. And it's it's now I need it. I need the yes. serotonin from it. I needed I needed to go out there every day to like get my mind off of things at least like once a day. So that was huge. I worked out a ton. Um, But then the biggest thing was food because I realized even now, like even Mm -hmm. coming back from the wedding, I'm still kind of on a fitness kick because I'm just like used to doing it. And I'm noticing I'm not doing the same with the food. And like I'm pretty much, you know, back to where I was before getting ready for the wedding. So food is such a huge piece of it. I did mm-hmm. um I did the Sakara Life bridal program um which I I've heard of that. I'm obsessed with it. It just like it, it's it's a little pricey. It's a little bit pricey. Like I'm going to I'm just going to like be super honest. Like I think it was like $1100 yeah. for the month. It's 4 weeks. When I at the end of the day, I look back at how much I spend on food normally through the month, like between like my random Postmates orders and all of that, I probably right. spend around like eight hundred dollars. Groceries, yeah, and groceries. groceries are expensive. Like, I can't. yeah, I probably spend about eight hundred a month anyway on food. So this was when you look at it, it was like a couple right. extra hundred dollars that I spent. 
But what I got in return, I thought was super worth it, which was like I had meals for five days a week. They were super, super clean. Um, like their whole mm-hmm. thing. Is, I sound like a Saqqara ambassador. I'm not. <laughs> um, but like no, I really did love it. And I would t- I, yeah. I like want to tell people because it it really it took a lot of like the guesswork and like like anxiety Thinking away from about, it yeah and like trying right. to be and, super healthy and hey, it frees up your time you probably now that you're getting this if it's like a program it saves you from having to think about what you're gonna cook what you're gonna eat what you're thus you have more time to plan for the wedding yes <laughs> and i think it's also it was good for like my skin too like my skin looked really good because i was eating super clean Ooh. um i was just a big fan We'll literally do anything that will make our skin look good because that's so important to me. I know the audience loves good skin and I know we won't even we'll spare you because of time. And also, I know you did a whole episode all about skin (laughs) on your podcast. So you guys go find it. Yes, I'm also a psycho with skin. I love it. I love that stuff. And I think it's one of the most important things when it comes to your bridal prep too. like you just want to have like clear skin on your wedding day. And I know on your episode, you said, which I say all the time. So I was like, yes, Um, I think beauty and pre-wedding beauty has become such a thing. Like we all nowadays get like Botox, fillers, facials, not everybody, but that's becoming such a thing. Um, So I think and obviously this stuff costs money, but I think it's so important to feel your best on your wedding day and feel your most beautiful and build that into the budget if you if like put aside i don't know cut down on something else for the wedding so you can spend more on your pre-wedding beauty and if you don't care as much about pre-wedding beauty then that's fine then you don't have to that's my big advice too i'm like definitely give yourself a bridal budget and that also includes not only just like your beautifying stuff but also like your outfits you know like for your outfits for the whole wedding week like you don't those it all adds up like it's crazy like brandon Mm -hmm. towards the end of it he's like he started like i think tallying it up in his head like all the things i was doing for bridal prep and he's like i don't even want to know no they they think we're insane (laughs) yeah but one of the i mean one of the things that really helped me is i started saving for my wedding like when i was in my early 20s so i had money i had money set aside for this and it really really came in handy and it really um you know saved me a lot of stress but i mean most of the people probably listening to this are already like well on their way to getting uh you know married or whatever it is but if you can start early like that's my biggest you'd be surprised we have some pre we we have a a a good amount actually of they're thinking of getting engaged soon. So start saving now, those of you who aren't engaged yet, um, because that's a good tip. Start saving now because you're going to have to pay for some of this stuff. Yeah. Okay. So we, I'm going to have to like, honestly have you back because we got so many questions for you and there's just so many questions, so little time, but I do want to quickly play our favorite segment called Unpopular Opinions, which is brought to us by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Yes, I love these. You know what they are. You just say whether you agree and disagree. Some of these opinions might be unpopular, but you know what's really popular? High Noon Hard Seltzer with flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit. They've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, your bridal shower, cocktail hour, or you name it. Our first opinion for today is bridal parties don't have to be introduced via walkout and dance. 
Oh, like into the reception. No, they do not. I took that out. I did not have that at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, we did not okay, have I was that. Gonna ask. I think I'm gonna right now. I think we have it in with my timeline. But honestly, I think we might take it out. What do they do? They just are in there. Yeah, they're everybody's in and they announce you. They announce you guys and you're, you're you, the couples who walks in. I always like I always kind of cringe when I'm like watching the yeah. things. And also like it's a short uh, it, you want to like get to the party. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we only have okay. a couple hours to party. Like, I don't want to waste 20 minutes, like introducing the whole bridal party. Like you guys got it. You guys walked down the aisle. Now let's just let's get to it. You've convinced me. I was my band leader guy was like, oh, no, trust me. We'll make sure it won't take too long. And I was like, OK, but I still was like, I don't what are, my friends don't want to be introduced in. They don't want to make up a funny little like thing to do. And I have 10 and he has 10. So that's just too much. Yeah. You've convinced me I'm cutting it out. So 86 percent of our audience members agree that they don't have to be introduced. It's one of those <laughs> things that are going. It's it's like everybody used to do it, but a lot of people just aren't anymore. So the next one is you don't have to go out during the bachelorette party. Staying in can be just as fun. Which yeah. I know you're a bachelorette. <laughs> you, you, you guys went out. You um, went out. We went out. We went out. I think you got to do both. You you have to go mm-hmm. out at least one night and you better get stupid. Like you better just mm-hmm. be act a damn fool. You know, mm-hmm. we like you have to you got to get you got to do it because after this, it's just not a, it's not going to be as socially acceptable to just like this is the one time <laughs> in your life to act a damn fool. Go out, get silly. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we had one night. I've actually been on bachelorettes, too, where we had one crazy night. And then like the next night we like all stayed in and did like a slumber party. And I freaking love that, too. But I will right. say um, you got to at least get a little bit of craziness in there. Yeah, be crazy. And if you're not like if you're doing like a cabin somewhere or like I'm going to one in December, I think that's like up in the Catskills area. Um, at least, like you said, get crazy at the house. I don't know. Put do a little theme costume thing with your friends or, you know, just get crazy karaoke. I don't care what you do, but I agree, though, if you can go out, just go out. It's your one time. It's your bachelorette. Yeah, um, 85 percent of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. And hey, if you want to go out every night, that's okay too. Yeah. And you have to have friends that'll go with the flow and like do whatever you want. Um, so 85% of our audience agreed that you do not have to go out. I think the staying in bachelorettes are becoming a little bit more popular these days, especially like with COVID and stuff. That's true. Um, that is true. I will say too, like in, yeah. in, in our thirties, like now that like most of my friends are in our thirties, like I've seen a lot more of that, like the one night out crazy, the one chill night. And like, mm-hmm. I'm usually so thankful for the chill night. I'm like, thank God. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I've realized, too, from my own bachelorette, like, it's not what you're doing. It's so cheesy, but it's not what you're doing. It's who you're doing it with. Yeah. So even if you're just staying in and having like a pool day, it's still so much fun if you're there with all your best friends in one place. Um, Okay. Last one is no one cares if you have a wedding cake. Did you guys have one? Percent. Scrap the cake. Scrap the cake. <laughs> did you, you didn't have a cake? No, I did. And I almost didn't. There are several things that I was like, I, I just wanted to scrap. And I ended decide. up, I ended yeah. up like chickening out and doing it anyway. And I'm like, oh, I wish I would have scrapped it. And right. cake was number one. Cause like we, my, my, <laughs> my now husband is gluten free. So he's like, I, unless we get a gluten free cake and like everyone hates us for getting a gluten free cake, like I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> um, 
and we we love banana cream pies like we we that's what we did mm-hmm. we did a bunch of banana cream pies which was like very us and it's like we live in nashville now yeah. it's like a little southern flair um but then last minute i was like no we have to have a cake we have to we have to cut a cake so i stressed oh, myself out to find a cake <laughs> um and it was kind of pointless and like you had we had to walk out of the party to go take these pictures like with the small ass like pretty plain looking <laughs> cake it was kind of a sad i had a sad cake um yeah and i just i was like I, we didn't need to do this and it was like a couple extra hundred dollars that i'm like i could have used that for like an extra yep. facial you know yeah yeah <laughs> wait that's actually so good because we still haven't gotten like this is our like one of our number one questions we always get and we've never really gotten like especially from a recent bride a definitive answer on cake or no cake and i feel like people are moving towards no cake because of the reasons you said but that is so good to hear that you really don't need or i know like i don't i'm i have to get back to my caper my cake person like ASAP, but I know we're going to just do a bunch of like mini cupcakes and if anything, a small little sad ass cake for us to cut. But like, <laughs> I might not do even that now. Maybe I'll just do cupcakes for people. T- team sad cake, team sad cake, team sad cake. <laughs> okay. So 77% of our audience, which is a lot, um, agreed. No one really cares about the wedding cake anymore. Unless of course, I don't want to like condemn all the like amazing small businesses and bakeries out there like don't get me wrong cakes can st- if it's a good wedding cake like yes go out go all out do the damn thing with it but i don't think it's that needed yeah so yeah so that was unpopular opinions brought to you by high noon hard seltzer with 100 calories gluten-free and no added sugar high noon is more than a drink it's a way of life an attitude a vibe if you will because when the sun's up, there are always good times to be had. Guys, you know I love High Noon. I've loved it since day one. It is hands down my favorite hard seltzer. I'm a diehard watermelon fan, but lately, I don't know, I've been gravitating and cheating on watermelon with pineapple and mango and oh, the new passion fruit. Don't even get me started. I'm about to crack one open right now because honestly, they're so good. You can find where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. Well, thank you so, so much, Sarah. This was so incredible. I I cannot believe an hour's already gone by and we could literally talk for seven more. Um, oh my gosh. This yeah, is so where fun. Where can everyone... Yes, everybody go to Big Kid Problems. Go to Sarah Merrill Hall on Instagram, her blog, everything, her podcast. Go listen to that. It's literally so good. She covers all different topics of life and weddings and everything. Oh, yes. And thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. And actually, yes, if you want to check out the podcast, I'm going to have Nicole on my podcast and we're going to get into even more wedding (laughs) stuff. So come check it out. Yay. 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 All right. (laughs) Till death do us part. <laughs> the Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.